Welcome to the Little Man Big Mouth Podcast with me, Jonah. I'm a kid who loves sports. I can talk about sports every day, all day. Think you can handle that? Then stick around for today's show. My guest today is our favorite baseball analyst, Scott Moville. He was a minor league baseball pitcher for the Mets, and now he is our baseball analyst. First, let's get into some news. The Seattle Kraken are now an NHL team. They had the expansion draft on July 21st and got some valuable players, including Chris Dredger, goalie from the Panthers, and Adam Lawson, defenseman from the Oilers. The Kraken are in the Pacific Division, and their first home game is against the Vancouver Canucks. Now it is time to unleash the Kraken! Also in the NHL, the NHL playoffs are over. The Tampa Bay Lightning won it again. This is mayhem. The Tampa Bay teams keep winning. The Lightning have two straight Stanley Cups. The Bucks are Super Bowl champions. And the Rays made the World Series. Now, the city should be called Champa Bay. Next in the news, Chris Paul has lost it. The Suns had a 2-0 lead in the NBA Finals. And then, the Greek freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo, led the Milwaukee Bucks to its first trophy since 1971. And last in the news, College rules have been changed. The NCAA are letting college players get paid. The players can make money off of their image. This means when you are 20, you can be paid $1 million. But not play a single snap. Just like the new Alabama quarterback. That's a lot of money. Strange news alert, a commercial lobster diver says he escaped death after nearly being swallowed by a humpback whale in a biblical-sounding encounter that whale experts describe as rare but plausible. Michael Packard, 56, said that he was diving off the coast of Provincetown, Massachusetts, when the whale suddenly scooped him up. Packard wrote on Facebook, I was in his closed mouth for about 30 to 40 seconds before he rose to the surface and spit me out. I am very bruised up, but have no broken bones. You could say that Michael did not have a whale of time being swallowed by a fish, or that he took my story. There is only one Jonah. All right, that does it, folks, for the news. Our next segment is Unscripted. Some shows have a mystery crate or a fancy producer to give them content. Me, I have a lucky Patriots hat. I'm going to draw out some news and opinions from the week and give you my unscripted reactions. These are not just hot takes. They are in fuego. Our first question is... 
Texas and Oklahoma plan to leave the Big 12 and join the SEC. Is this good for college sports? This is not good for college sports. Texas and Oklahoma were the main part of the Big 12, and since they left, the Big 12 will collapse. It might be good for having all the best teams to play each other, but we're going to lose rivalries, just like Baylor versus Texas and Oklahoma versus Oklahoma State. Rivalries matter, and that what makes the sport so great. Now we're on to question number two. Chris Paul has been called point guard and one of the greatest ever, but he has no rings. Which side do you take? Well, you could be the point guard or any name you choose, but you will never be the greatest ever if you don't have a ring. Now on question number three. Simone Biles stepped away from the Olympic competition because of mental health. What's your take? Well, I think that it was smart for her to step away because she could have gotten seriously injured. If your head's not in the game, then you should not be trying to do flips in the air. She could have ruined her career and her life. Now we're on question number four. The Cleveland baseball team is now called the Guardians. Who should the mascot be? Well, I think since I'm a big Marvel fan, that their mascot should be Rocky Raccoon and Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy. It would be so hilarious having Rocky Raccoon and Groot jumping onto the baseball field. And for a bonus question, if Ohio State asked to join the SEC, would they kick out Vanderbilt to make space? Yes, they would. I would feel really bad for Vanderbilt, but they're not doing so well. So if Ohio State does join, they should kick Vanderbilt out. And that does it, folks, for Unscripted. Now it's time for Stick By Your Picks. Uh, excuse me, but I've got to say, why would Ohio State join the South Eastern Conference, Southeastern, Southeastern, and who would want to kick out Vanderbilt because they are the best baseball team in the SEC? Who wants to see them go? Well, do you know why, Gabriel? Do you know why everyone wants to see them go? Because baseball doesn't pay the bills. But do you know what does? Advertiser. Stick by your picks. Brought to you by Brooks Burgess. One of the top 10 burger places in the USA. Brooks has been voted the number one burger in Florida. My favorite is the donut burger. It is absolutely amazing. A sweet donut serves as a bun, making it an unforgettable experience. I love Todd's Way, created by owner Todd Brooks. This burger is heavenly, made with a fried egg. You will never forget your first bite. Visit Brooks Grill and Tavern or Brooks Burgers to sample these amazing delights. You can even add a Korean barbecue cauliflower to make the meal complete. Support the business that supports us and make this podcast possible. Visit one of their four locations in Southwest Florida and tell them that the little man with the big mouth sent you.
And finally, it's time for Stick By Your Picks. For those new to the show, Gable and I dissect the NFL schedule one week at a time. We pick out winners for five games each week. These are ironclad picks. That's right, we are very confident we will not change our minds or picks no matter what happens between now and the game. Our lawyers have asked us to let you know that you should not bet your house in our picks. This is for entertainment purposes only. Now, announcer, what is the first game? Dallas Cowboys visit the Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Tampa is favored by six. Tom Brady and Mike Evans will have an outstanding game after winning the Super Bowl. It is also a home field advantage, so the crowd will be so loud, Dallas will not be able to hear their own thoughts. I agree with you, because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming off the amazing Super Bowl win will definitely beat Dallas Cowboys and a returning Dak Prescott. Announcer, what is the next game? The Miami Dolphins visit New England Patriots. New England is favored by two. Mac Jones, the rookie out of Alabama, will start week one. Him and Hunter Henry will demolish the the Dolphins' defense at home. I disagree with you. Tua is going to roll into New England just like he did in college and beat the Patriots in Foxborough. Announcer, what is the next game? The New York Giants play host to the Denver Broncos. The Broncos are a road favorite by one and a half. I think the best pass rush duo in the league, Von Miller and Bradley Chubb, will rip apart Danny Dimes as the Broncos will go crazy in MetLife Stadium. I disagree with you. The Giants will surprise the Broncos and win this game. Danny Dimes will show up big and show everyone why Gettleman chose him. Announcer, what is the next game? The L.A. Rams host the Chicago Bears and are favored by seven. The Bears will get demolished in week one. The Rams will breeze past them. I agree with you. Matthew Stafford will record his first win as a Rams quarterback and Aaron Donald will go crazy. Announcer, what is the last game? The Raiders play host to the Ravens, but the Raiders are four-and-a-half-point dogs. The Ravens will win as Lamar Jackson is unstoppable. I disagree. The Raiders will beat the Ravens. Lamar is not a threat. The Raiders will stop the unstoppable. And that does it, folks, for Stick By Your Picks. Now it's time for a conversation with our baseball analyst, Scott Mobile. Scott Mobile, who's a minor league pitcher for the Mets. And now he's our baseball analyst, who tells us what is happening in the baseball world. Hi, Scott. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm holding our baby, so if you hear any noises, any crying, (laughs) it's our baby here. How you doing? 
Good. Awesome. We talked before the season started on how we think the players are going to do. So what do you think of Shohan Otani and his amazing season? I think he, it's just that. There's no other word to explain it besides – or uh, detail besides amazing. Um, to start the year and, and say that he's going to put up the stats he had, I mean, we're all kind of – we're hoping for amazing things. But I think he's gone far beyond that uh, to the universe of statistics uh, from both sides of pitching and, and hitting. It's just quite amazing, and to, and to live through it in our lifetime is a, is a cool experience, I think, too. Um, so he'll definitely uh, finish the season strong, and I think he's leading the board with 36 home runs right now with yeah. Vlad, Vlad close three behind him, and I think Tatis is in third. So it's a pretty uh, – those are three pretty big stars there. So I think he's doing great. Fun to watch. So staying on – so going back to the National League now, the Giants are leading the National League. Does that surprise you? It does. It really does. I didn't. Uh, I don't think any of us really were talking about them uh, before the season started in our preview. So that's baseball, and you know, you, it goes down to. I don't know if I've said it before, but it's all about the locker room, and you get a group of guys together, and that camaraderie's there, and uh, everyone's pulling on the same strings. Uh, teams like that can can uh, start getting in the first place, and. I'll take some of those big star teams that have a lot of stars on them. You know, those stars got to align and everyone's got to mesh well for a team to uh, succeed. So very surprising. And we'll see if they can hold up. So another top team, but no one likes them. The Houston Astros are tied for first place in the American League. Do you think anybody all happy right now? I'm not happy. I'm still got a bitter taste in my mouth from the Astros and, uh, you know, it's, I, I'm happy for him. It, it takes a lot of effort and, um, skill to, to withhold those standings. But like you said, no one's happy about it. You know, there's still some people probably out there thinking they may even still be cheating, but I don't know if we got to move on from it and deal with it, or if we can just still kind of look at as, look at them as the bad guys in the league still. So, as they are villains, the commissioners are somehow villains. Why is that? That is bizarre. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, it is bizarre. And, you know, going on with that, I think there's some more bizarre things. I don't know if you've seen if They're trying to get pitchers and catchers to have some sort of electronic signaling. And uh, maybe they're thinking about taking away the extra innings, starting with a guy in second. There's just... A lot going on that, that is exactly what you said. It's bizarre, and I don't, I don't know. I can't quite understand it either. Another rule change happened. The MLB changes to about the sticky stuff. How do you feel about that with the pitches? Um, the last I heard was they were gonna, they were reprimanding pitchers and suspending them. I, I think we're still on the case of they're still checking pitchers. Uh, you saw some some funny with Scherzer and some other pitchers. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of stripping down and going, you can search me all you want. I got nothing. Um, I don't I don't know. You know, there's a lot of substances out there. I mean, I'm a I'm a, a user of sunscreen and rosin, which to me is natural components of the baseball world. And, um, you know, I think that should be allowed. It's, a, it's part of, you know, if you have a day game, you put sunscreen on, you hit your arm with rosin. It naturally forms a sticky substance. 
And um, I don't know if I told you this last time, but it's like telling pit, uh, hitters they can't use uh, pine tar and, and they can't use batting gloves to keep a grip on the bat. So I think it's a, it's a tough topic and I think it'll, it'll be kind of, uh, it'll be discussed for another year or so until they land on something that the players union and uh, commissioners can, can uh, hold on to. Well, what was discussed last year was that P. Alonzo won the home run derby. Well, this year he did it again. He won his consecutive home run derby. Do you think he will win a third? Um, you know what? The showing that he put on this last one was unbelievable. And I think he can. You know, you go in with confidence and uh, you already have that feeling of knowing you know, have been there, done that. So it just puts him a leg up under, over other guys that are coming in maybe a little bit nervous and with their backs against the wall. Fun fact about the Home Run Derby, and it's close to home for you, Dave Jouse, who is the bench coach, who was his pitcher, um, his sons went to community school of Naples, and I coached Will Jouse, who's his youngest son, at community school. And Dave Jouse was also my uh, minor league infield coordinator when I played with the Mets and he lives here in Naples and they're a very good family. And I was texting them throughout that night and got some fun videos of Pete Alonzo wearing his home run derby chain. And uh, it was very cool. And he actually got a lot of publicity, Dave Joss for his uh, strike throwing. And they said that that was a big deal because um, he was serving them up right in the sweet spot for Pete. So if Pete and Dave Jaws can get it in there again the third time and get a third one, that'll be cool, cool experience for him. Yeah, well, that's just amazing. That really is. There you go. So, fun fact. Then what is amazing, we have talked about before the All-Star game. Now let's talk about what happened after the All-Star game. Oh. So last time we talked about what could the possible names be for the Cleveland baseball team. <laughs> well, last week, the Cleveland team announced that they are now called the Cleveland Guardians. How do you feel about that? Oh, well, I know one thing we uh, aren't guarding. It was that 3-1 series lead over the Cubs that we ended up dropping <laughs> against them. Um, I don't feel good about it. My childhood was hurt when they changed the name of the stadium from the Jacobs Field, a.k.a. the Jake, to the Progressive Field. Everyone still calls it the Jake, at least all my friends and family do. And then now with this name change, um, I don't understand it. There is a statue in Cleveland on the Carnegie Bridge that has a guardian of traffic. And I think guardians of traffic have nothing to do with baseball and don't hold a fierce competitive look from other teams. So I, I just, I don't understand it. Um, but I guess we're the guardians now and we have some funny looking logo and maybe kids who are younger now, maybe my kids will grow up and love the guardians, but I'll forever call it the Cleveland Indians. So what is your favorite memory as being a guardians fan? <laughs> None. I haven't started being a guardians fan yet. I'm still, I'm still digesting the name change. And over under how long will it take you to get a guardians Jersey? I just was talking to my friends and family about this. I'm actually finding any Indians jersey and hats I can find, and I'm going to order all of them, and I will forever wear them anytime I'm at the ballpark. 
and I will, I, I honestly don't think I'll ever buy one to be honest with you. I can't, really? I can't let go. So one last question as a professional athlete, what do you think about Simone Biles in the Olympics? Um, uh, you know what it is? I don't know if you've heard of the term, the yips. Have you ever heard of that in baseball? So there's a term called the yips in baseball and you can get it in golf too, I guess, but it's a, it's a mental takeover where something you've done and subconsciously over and over, it just happens naturally like walking, for instance. Um, there's something that takes over in the mind. It's kind of like a circuit board restart or overload. It just, it, your wiring becomes off and your mental capacity to do something um, such as throwing a baseball or hitting a golf ball or in Simone Biles case, twirling and flipping off of beams and all that stuff. Um, it, it happens. And I truly think that all the pressure and everything put on her um, has gotten to her. And I think she has a form of the yips. And unfortunately for her, having the yips and having a brain malfunction or something that she's used to doing up in the air, twirling off something can injure her compared to a baseball player like Rick and Keel, who just can't throw a strike, you know, it's not going to hurt him. Maybe hurt someone. He might hit someone in the head. But um, I think, I think it's the right thing. She's young. And um, you know, a lot of people might be hard on her and critical for being such a high platform uh, such as the Olympics and then pull out. But um, I, I can relate to it, and, and I think uh, it's the best decision for her and her mental health. Well, thank you, Scott. I really appreciate you being my guest today. As Absolutely. Know, as part of every interview, I ask my guests to take a short, rapid-fire quiz. I will give you two options, and you choose the one that you like best. All my you favorite. Get. Yep. Here we go. Squirrel or Moose. Moose. Disney or Universal? Universal. Winter or summer? Summer. Fastball or curveball? Curveball. Jeans or sweatpants? Sweatpants. Ping pong or pickleball? Pickleball. Apple or Android? Mm, apple. Ketchup or mustard? Ketchup. Peanut butter or jelly? Peanut butter. And finally, Indians or Guardians? Oh, Indians all day. You know it. <laughs> and finally. Oh, I love, I love those ones. And finally, my listeners really want to know, have you improved your score in bowling? I haven't. Uh, no, it stays the same. I have yet to improve it. I need to get to Beacon Bowl and get some wings and practice my, uh, my strikes. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me today. Absolutely, Jonah. It's always a pleasure, and uh, go Indians. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Scott, for that amazing baseball knowledge, and you'll be expecting a Guardians hat in the mail. Now, what would sports talk be without Liz? Bupkis, so he was my list of the day. Top five great offensive players who never won the Super Bowl. Number five, it's a tie. Terrell Owens and Julio Jones both have been to the Super Bowl and played their hearts out, but those teams still lost to the Patriots. Number four, Earl Campbell. 
Number three, it's a tie again. Calvin Johnson and Barry Sanders. Calvin Johnson is a great wide receiver, and Barry Sanders is a great running back. But still, the Lions could not win a playoff game with either of them. Number two, Dan Marino. And number one, Jim Kelly. He still has nightmares when people say wide right on the golf course. All right. Thanks for joining me for this edition of the Little Man Big Mouth Podcast. Check it out next episode when it drops. Until then, see ya. Follow us on Instagram at Little Man Big Mouth Show. You can find the Little Man Big Mouth Podcast on your favorite podcast provider. Listen, rate, and subscribe to let others know how much you enjoy the show. This has been a Hefeweizen Podcast production.